Blog Talk Radio. Radio program. I'm Susan Laris and Dan, and today is Saturday, August 7th, 2021. And I am very happy to welcome you all here today. Um, today, I would like to reflect upon the topic of this program. And it seems like it's a topic that is essentially a gift that keeps on giving, although not necessarily in the ways that we would like, is reflecting on how much we are being influenced by fear. This program began many years ago, and fear is ever-present for us in our lives. But the question is, what is our relationship with it? I've been watching um, the Olympics at times here and there, and it seems that the movie that keeps being advertised is Dune, um, which has a powerful quote within it, that I may be paraphrasing to a point, but I'm just going to say the simple part of it. And it is, fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind killer. And I would go as far as to say that fear is the heart killer. It may not completely obliterate our minds and our hearts, though it can. But when we are walking day after day after day after day, weighed down by fear, whether so many times this fear isn't even coming from ourselves, it's coming from outside of us, and we've internalized that fear, it does not lead us to be a a balanced person, or to make wise and carefully considered decisions, whatever they may be. If fear is driving us, I mean, unless you're in a forest, and right now this is actually happening in places, and it's on fire, and you need to leave because the forest is on fire outside your house, that's the kind of fear that is more like um, caution. Actually, the more afraid you are in that situation, the less effective you'll be in leaving the home. The more difficult, the more difficult it will be to navigate the roads. And that's true of life too. If you are in a panic, we all know what a panic feels like. How are you going to navigate your way out? of that harmful situation, whatever it may be. If there are people around you in a panic, screaming in a panic, how are you going to help them? How are you going to help them? How are you going to help yourself? I happened to hear something the other day, um, and it was about how 
in about is approximately the past year just how much fear has had an influence on wellness in general and you know and on outcomes in gen in because of fear and anxiety the two are very much related and it turns out that fear and anxiety have had a tremendous impact on things we can change that and we have to work within our own hearts and our own lives to change it and it may be a lifelong work in progress to change it when i was young i used to be more fearful much more fearful i worried about a lot of things and worry is related but fear is even more visceral than worry the worry can certainly come from it or be the precursor of it and certainly doesn't help us if we're stuck in worry if i could offer one suggestion today that would be to take a really good look and this is true you know we've got so many perspectives right now this program is meant to be a show that is on the bridge that has compassion that honors different ways of looking at things and people feel very strongly in different ways right now and the only way we're going to navigate forward in a productive way is through more understanding because so many times we don't even make the attempt and truthfully we're discouraged from even making the attempt to understand what is it like to wear the shoes of another what is it like do we really know but i will tell you that in this complicated world that we found ourselves in if we're not thinking things through clearly and this is from multiple perspectives and at great depth if we are in a panic fleeing the burning forest even if the forest is burning being in a panic fleeing may just send you right off the cliff and then what i'm not speaking to you as some bastion of perfection i have fear just like anybody else but i do a lot of work with it and i created this program because i know just how powerful fear can be and i envisioned a place where there really was a frontier beyond it i have to tell you i have had a remarkable couple of weeks where a lot of things have come together in ways I couldn't even I wish I could say oh yeah I knew that that would happen and it was going to happen exactly that way and oh yes I believed it 100% oh yeah yeah no that's not exactly what happened but something occurred it was as if I can only say miraculous things started to happen in the last couple of weeks which will have a really positive impact in many ways on my work on my life things that i've been waiting to happen for for a while and in some ways they're quite simple i'll be in a setting which i'm really looking forward to being in um i have you know a new computer that just arrived it's a used computer that i can but gently used and it's a miracle in itself it's all these little things but it's not about things 
It's also about supporting that which it is I feel called to do. And part of what I feel called to do is speaking to you about topics such as these. It should be obvious. It should be obvious that fear has an impact on our well-being. But they're actually documenting that. I mean, it really has. And I'm sure that's true worldwide. I'm not sure exactly where this study was, but um, it, it had a very detrimental even and fatal effect, essentially. The more that fear, fear and anxiety was a significant part of outcome. Why? Why are we allowing that to be? Why are we just saying, well, it's rough. That's the way it is. As much as I would have hoped, like prior, some years ago, when I created this show, that we were on the verge of this expansive, amazing thing, we've gone several steps backwards. And it is for each one of us to reclaim our own empowerment over fear. It's something you do within yourself. It's something you work on every day. Today, prior to the show, I pulled up a few quotes about fear. I already mentioned the one from Dune that I remember. Fear is the mind killer. It completely is. If you're in fear, say you're a leader. Well, you can't lead very well in fear. That doesn't lead to good decisions. And you can't, truthfully, if you're a follower. or You can't follow very well in fear either. That is when you go right off the cliff a lot of times. This notion of um, a large um, group going off a cliff is, is not really a fantasy. That really can happen. What is it that occurs that drives a herd off a cliff or into some you know frenzy, into a stampede? Fear. Fear. You know, animals are capable of some, of thought, but when that happens, they're in a panic. That visceral survival mode kicks in. Sometimes the fire's coming and you need to get out. That's true. But how you do it and how effectively will have everything to do with your relationship with fear. How you'll help others in the process will have everything to do with your relationship with fear. And it doesn't mean that fear does not exist. It doesn't mean that you can just obliterate it completely. It will come and it will go. There is a thing that exists called the peace that passeth understanding. I did another program on it a while ago. It's real. And it can happen. And sometimes... Many of us have experienced this, and I bet you have too. You're in some situation, and you discover that you have inner resources you never realized you had, that you're stronger than you ever knew that you could be, and you make it through. Now, how does it help if while you're making it through. You're surrounded by others who are saying that you can't or you're surrounded by others who are in a panic and you're letting that come into your psyche. Well, that would influence you. When we live in a society where fear is not the dominant factor, there are many things. One of the things that will exist is truth because there's no reason to fear it. When truth 
is only is only partially conveyed, completely left out, veiled, run away from, hidden, obscured, or any other things that you can do with it. It's always because of fear. Somebody fears it. When you're in a society that has a goal of diminishing fear and seeking balance and understanding, a society that is as freeing as the spiritual world that brought us here, there is respect. What about that word? Respect. If somebody is attempting to scare you without providing adequate information, how is that containing respect? A balanced, growing, thriving, worthwhile society is one in which there is respect from one for one another. I was looking back at some of the programs that there's been many different guests over the years and one had to do with passing a talking stick. And I was thinking to myself, wouldn't that be amazing if such a thing could exist today? There's a reason that notion exists. That's where you sit in a circle of people and everyone is different. You don't you don't even think about how different every person is. You don't know what that person next to you is going to say. And if we were in a society where we weren't so afraid, where we weren't made to be so afraid, and let's be clear, again, I have to work with my fear too. I'm doing it right now, working with it. And we pass the talking stick person to person to person and while and the person who's holding the talking stick speaks and we all sit and we listen wouldn't that be something we've gone very far from that and it's because of fear it may not be only our fear it's a fear You know, as they say, how societies through the ages have become corrupt. It's always because somebody is afraid of letting go. And somebody is afraid. Somebody is afraid of the truth. Somebody is afraid of what would happen if we actually lived in a more enlightened society. Somebody is afraid of that idea altogether. They want darkness. They don't want light. But light will come. This program reminds you again and again and again of just how powerful spirituality is. Just because somebody or a group of somebodies, they're so closed and they're in a box. I think of a frightened child. Because spirituality frightens people who don't want to believe in it. They want to believe in a world in which there is no divine. It's easier that way for them. Because the alternative is scary. Because what would it mean? Is it good? Well, it can't be divine if it's not, I'll tell you that. We take on an additional responsibility when we become spiritual. We get to decide what we accept as well. We get to evaluate. We get to determine what feels right and what doesn't. And we get to freely decide. 
I'm going to believe in that. I'm not going to believe in this. I can't believe in this. That's usually the case. That not only is it a choice of not believing, it's something that you just simply cannot believe in. I am a great believer in God, the divine spirit, being inseparable from unconditional love. And that is paramount in all of my spiritual experiences to date. Coming to terms with that, facing what it would mean if that wasn't true and how that diminishes the divine and how important love is and how it's the opposite of fear. Hate is not the opposite of fear. Courage is not the opposite of fear. Love is. There are no opposites within love. Compasses fear as well. Love is like an embrace. Divine love. That's when you become strong. That's when you see things happen that are impossible. Synchronicities, meaningful coincidences. You have no idea how they could occur. And you look on in awe at what unfolds. So many of us, so many of us are pretending. So many of us are given, giving power to a mythological world. That mythological world that we are so entranced by is not the miraculous one. That's the real world, folks. The mythological world is the one in which miracles do not happen. We give it lip service every day. I do it too. We pretend. We pretend that science is not compatible with spirituality when it absolutely is when it's the pursuit of truth. If it's not the pursuit of truth, it's not science. It's that simple. The myth is what we're told is the truth. And they love to tell you that what I'm talking about is the myth. But when you've seen it, when it's actually unfolding in real life, when it's actually changing your life in very concrete ways, when you trust it, you know it's real. There are other ways to show that it's real. It's just that people are so afraid of it, they don't want to look at it. These are the materialists among us. They cannot even bear to consider. They're so scared. It's kind of like, I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to listen. I'm not. They've got their hands over their ears. They refuse to even listen because they're afraid. We, in the spiritual community, are not them. If you're listening and you're one of them, I dare you to ask. Ask without even believing to be shown the way, but hold on to your hat because you're going to see some real proof soon. It may only be meaningful to you, but you can document it, and sometimes you will see things that is meaningful to the entire world or to a group of people or people jointly observe it. Hold on to your hat if you dare to ask. But see, they don't dare to ask because they say that's a myth. Why would I ask that? That's a myth. That's a fantasy. You see how that works? But the problem is we are allowing it. We are allowing this day after day after day. We are allowing the denial of spirituality. We are allowing the denial of even basic foundational truths that anyone should know about human beings. That yes, we have a difficult situation we've had to deal with, but just imagine how much impact it has on a person to be totally isolated and in some stark environment, and you think that's going to be conducive to healing or getting well. Even in a non-spiritual world that wouldn't be conducive to getting well 
I'm not saying that this is some easy thing that we've been all going through. It's not. But we've been going about it in a very detrimental way. And a survey showed it recently, showing just how powerfully, just how powerfully fear and anxiety are figuring into this equation. We can't think clearly. Fear is the mind killer. And it kills your heart as well as if it could be killed, but it surely will try. Who do you want to be? You want to be a whole person? Or do you want to be maimed by fear? I have spoken before that within my life, There are multiple spiritual traditions. And my grandfather, who I actually barely knew because I was so young, led a church. I feel him with me every day. Perhaps he is my inspiration. I'm not even in that mode of belief and yet I see a lot of things that he saw it was a particular way of going about Christianity and it involved healing and belief in healing and people actually did heal my aunt got up and walked from polio and I have seen multiple healings in my life even independent of that church and I have experienced it myself things that could not be explained And yet we're told that is a myth. You just fantasize that. Everybody makes their own choices as to how much, you know, um, how you go about your own care. There are different ways. Some people believe in all kinds of different types of healing modalities. There are so many. From my grandfather's church many years ago, I had an issue where I went to, I wasn't spiritual really, I was open to it. The more I look at my past, I was more open to it than I think. Someone recommended I go to a cranial sacral therapist for something. I'd never even heard of that, and it's only the only time I've ever done it. But I'll tell you what, it was an amazing experience. It was so mind-blowing. I went back to my work, I was working as a computer scientist, and told people around me what had happened, that I'd never seen anything like this. It it was a really interesting experience, and I could feel it physically doing its work. And I never forgot it. And there was a there was something about it. I mean, it was absolutely real. What happened? And I did feel better. If you want to know the truth. There are many, many of you out there listening, no doubt, that are probably way more familiar than I am with the variety of modalities that are out there because you're either teaching them, are involved in them, or have experienced something positive from them. And I will tell you, if something works for you, it works for you. And that is often happening. Let me say a note to this program right now is within certain parameters. And if you're on the line, I respect that very much, but I'm not taking calls right now um, just because I'm when <laughs> here we are in this world. I have to keep this program in a way that it has a total balance and so it can go out as far as it can go. And so for now, I'm not bringing on guests or callers. And I thank you from my heart that you're calling and thank you so much for being there, wanting to talk. But right now, because we live in such a dark place, Is that my own fear? Possibly, but I'm being guided to be careful and to just keep it on a certain track. 
because it needs to go out to a, a lot of people, and I I need to do that right now. And so I'm not passing the talking stick right at the moment, although I really would love to. But we're not in a society right now where we have any talking sticks, and that's really sad. In fact, it's detrimental and it's tragic. That's not the way it should be. People should not be being shut down because they have something to say, and yet that's what's happening. I believe in listening to one another because we're not going to move forward unless we do. But I believe we'll find a way forward even through that. But in this moment in time where I find our where we find ourselves, I'm just keeping it in a certain space. So I just asked if this could change as things grow. I see that potential for change. But we are in a world of hurt in our world right now. We are not allowing um, very important voices to speak, voices that have a lot of information to share, valid information, not myth, and not even all spiritual. This includes scientific discussion. It's not happening right now. And I think that's a tragedy. I think that isn't science. And it certainly isn't spiritual either. It's none of those things. And we need to find our way forward so that voices of reason and of balance can help open the door so that we can have more honest discussions. I would love it if, for example, science was studying and has it has science, it has studied it it's studied the power of prayer there have been studies on it showing that it works even at a distance it works you're not hearing about that right now but i can tell you how could we not believe i mean this is just so obvious it's right in front of us as feeling human beings that it hasn't been hurtful that we can't be near someone who needs us in their moment of need. And yes, it's a tricky situation. Nobody's saying it isn't difficult. But obviously, we don't live in such a stark way. We're so afraid. And yes, we could have come up with a way. But we didn't. Because we just didn't care enough, apparently. We didn't care enough. We didn't think. We didn't think. Do you know how many people in the past year died of failure to thrive because of isolation? Society is deeper than just one dimension. There are many aspects to society, and they were not considered. This is a problem, and it's still a problem. Voices of reason and balance need to speak. The grown-ups. I don't know how grown-up I am, but I sure know that I'm more grown-up than some other people, and I don't mean to judge them. They're so frightened. They can grow up, too, if they stop being a frightened child. Children can be very brave when they're awake. But that's not what I'm talking about. We're in a world of hurt. And it's and we're now it's getting really nasty. Accusations flying back and forth. You'd think we were in high school or we're like elementary school students bullying one another on the playground. And you tell me that that's spiritual. And you tell me that that's adult. And you tell me that that's productive. Why? Why are we listening to bullies on a playground? Many of us knew not to do that in elementary school. Something has happened to us. Fear is the mind killer. Free yourself. 
free your mind, free your heart, for heaven's sake. Stop. Stop with the judgment and nastiness. How dare you, dare you. Stop. You are acting like children. Stop. You can do better. You really think you know. I don't think so. You have a lot to learn if you're stuck in such a place. And here, I may be crossing the line just saying that honestly because it's broken my heart to see some really um, people that I have admired falling into this kind of thing. It hasn't helped us. It will not help us. And sooner or later, you're going to wake up, and it's not going to be in a good place if it continues. The sooner voices of reason and balance speak, the better. And even so, I'm not opening the lines, because I can't, now is not the time to do it. But there will come a time. So thank you if you've been on the line. I do so from my heart to yours. Thank you. We're in a world of hurt, and we need to free ourselves because fear is harming us. Well, the time has flown by here for the live show since I said it at 45 minutes. And, oh, thank you, Whoever you are on the line, thank you for still listening and feeling my heart because I feel yours and we are, don't I wish, don't I wish things were a little different right now. But I need, for now, this is what I'm guided to do. And I I thank you for listening to my heart in that because I'm struggling through this too. I have never seen the world in this state. I haven't lived long enough to see it, others have, because it has been in this state before in another way. And others in other, I know this work, this, this show goes out to people in other parts of the world, and some of them have seen it and may be seeing it right now, where your very life is in danger and jeopardy because of who you are. Um, if you're someone who's like in Afghanistan, for example, what's going on there? I mean, your very life could be in peril right this second. I can't even begin to conceive being here in the U.S. what you in other parts of the world have experienced, and I know that, but it's getting worse here. We are not immune to a low vibrational experience, and yet... With all of that, I have seen miracles happening, and it makes me have hope that we can get out of this thing, because I get caught up in it, too. We all do. It's like a net. You ever, you know, I'm not a big ocean person. I haven't seen a lot of um, nets out in the sea, but I can imagine, you know, that kind of net where you get entangled And I've seen pictures where like a dolphin gets caught in a net and they're struggling and struggling and they can't get out. And the more they struggle, the more entangled they are. And we're all in that net to some degree and yet we really aren't if we claim our spirituality. But we have to walk our way through it. We're human beings. We may be spiritual beings having a human experience. We have a spiritual destination, and we came from somewhere spiritual, but we are having a human experience. That doesn't mean that we can't observe and even prove spiritual things within our world. But if I could suggest, you know, I don't know who's, I know there are multiple perspectives listening, and I just probably slammed right into a group of them, which I've done at times, and I need to be, well, do I need, I mean, Okay, maybe I did step a little far. And if I did, my apology to you. But I would suggest that opening one's eyes to what's really there is important because the assumptions being made are really false. There are a lot of assumptions flying about 
and a lot of them have been projected and things, and they have nothing to do with reality as to what may seem to divide us. Because if truths were just sitting there in front of us, and yes, there can be multiple perspectives, but what if there were really wise and honest multiple perspectives and you were seeing them all because that's actually science? What then? What would you think? Because when people are afraid of truth, they're afraid, period. And it doesn't help anyone. It never leads to a good place. I heard somebody else say that. I don't know where it was. But that if you look at every society in the past, when truth is being suppressed, it's going south. And voices of reason and balance can attempt to speak, but sometimes they don't make it either. I have hope and faith and trust just because of what's happened in my own life, which is incredible. I mean, I can share one part of it. I mean, not only, you know, things that are enabling my work, which to me is affirming this work, but also enabling my my life, you know, where I'll be able to live in a setting which is beautiful, where I'll see eagles and wildlife every day. And it has everything within a certain simplicity that I need. It's not a mansion. I don't even want a mansion. (laughs) It's very simple. But within that simple space, it just happened. And it's all going to happen now. And it is just wonderful. And I'm so happy because my work is going to grow now because I'm going to be in that place. And I can be fed by that because nature is so important. And I know that it will take us to a new place. And I don't know what that's going to be exactly, but I know it's going to be good. And it gives me hope that we can make it and we can see it in each of our lives. Yes, there have been tragedies and things that have happened. I actually do know, although... Um, not a family member, but I know people who have died in the past year. Um, people I encounter, people I used to see in a center. I know people who died early on in this thing. And I saw how how many it happened. I mean, they did. They were older and frail. But yes, I do. And I also know people who survived. Um And we need to broaden our perspective. We need to listen. We need to open the door and say, I believe in you. I know that you exist, the divine. Or even when you don't know. Do you know that's how it started for me? I was having doubts and I didn't even know what to say. I mean, I just said, show me the way. I mean, I knew that it was out there. I knew there was there was spirituality at that point. I don't think I ever was an atheist. But I couldn't quite fathom its nature. And I asked to be shown the way. And that's when things happened. This was years ago. Thank you, live audience, by the way. I appreciate you being here, and I'm glad that Blog Talk Radio continues to support this show. And whenever I say that, it's because while it's live, sometimes it's it's actually generally always on the front page while it's live, and I greatly appreciate that. Or it's somewhere surfaced, and it's still a pretty modest thing. And that's fine. I know I need to get it out to more people. I need to put it on more channels. And I will soon. So thanks, live audience. I'll talk a few more minutes. If you're on the phone, you can still hear, which is the cool thing about Blog Talk Radio, is it is a teleconference. We need to broaden our perspectives. We need to listen. We need to trust. 
because miracles can happen and you can see it in your life. I have seen people be healed. I have been healed. I have seen impossible synchronicities occur. And by the way, on the line, I finally recognized, I wasn't looking at the number. I think I know who you are. <laughs> That's okay. I, I needed to get that general message out anyway that I was just, I couldn't see who's on the line. But anyway, I'm still, it's probably okay just this time or for now. I'm just keeping it this way right now. But um, but anyway, we need to listen. I tell you, miracles, they happen. You can call it quantum reality, but I don't always use that term because it's so isolated to a certain group of people. Miracles tend to be broader because that's what it feels like. It's magic. It's a miracle. It's impossible. How did it happen? Then you'll see different so-called coincidences that are completely impossible. But these are real things. I mean, these are real. They change your life. That's what's happening to me. So I can only believe we are heading in a more positive direction. Are there timelines? That's a big question. Maybe I'll do another program on that soon. Because if there are, Everything is possible. And the more we release our fear, the more positively we will walk our way into the future or leap. We won't do it perfectly, but we can't stop believing. In fact, I had a synchronicity, I might have talked about it last week, where when all of this stuff was unfolding in my life that was miraculous, a truck, which was delivering, I thought it was a moving van at first, but it was really a furniture delivery truck, but close enough, I could hear a tune, and what was the tune? I didn't, hadn't even played the chorus yet, it was Don't Stop Believing, started playing and wafting up to where I lived because I live in an apartment complex and, you know, trucks come up and different things all the time. And there it was. Don't stop believing. There's no reason to. Hold on. We're not done here yet. We've got more to do. Okay. I think I'll draw the program to a close right now. But thank you, everyone for being here. If you appreciate this program, I invite you to share it with another person. And yes, I do intend to get it more syndicated soon because that that will help get it out to more people and how it will expand, I can't predict. I know there are many things coming. Um, many things are coming that I can't even quite see, but it will certainly be a broadening of this outreach without a doubt. So go to FrontierBeyondFear.com, which I I have reasonably updated now, and will aim to, to do that. And you can see other programs. You can listen to the shows in the archive. And once again, thank you for being here. And I should be here next week. But typically this show airs Saturday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Take care, everyone.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.